brothers and sisters, fathers and mothers. This is the Church of Christ Digital Ministry, where we examine the scriptures and follow the pattern of the early Christian church found in the New Testament. This is Brother Sidney Offen from the Cumbernauld Church of Christ in UK. The title of my sermon is the church and living for christ the church and living for christ there is a common concept out there today that the lord jesus came to this earth to set up his kingdom but being rejected by the jews who spawned his kingdom 
and set up the church instead. Some who believe this doctrine also think that Jesus will set up his earthly kingdom when he returns for a second time. The truth is, in fact, that the church was planned by God from the beginning. The prophets, through the Holy Spirit, prophesied about the church, and these prophecies were fulfilled on the day of Pentecost, after the resurrection of Jesus Christ. I'm going to read a passage from Daniel chapter 2, verses 44 45. Daniel chapter 2, verses 44 45. In the time of those kings, the God of heaven will set up a kingdom that will never be destroyed, nor will it be left to another people. It will, be, it will crush all those kingdoms and bring them to an end, but it itself will endure forever. This is the meaning of the vision of the rock cut out from the mountain, not by human hands, a rock that broke the iron, the bronze, the clay, the silver, and the gold to pieces. This passage shows that it was God's plan to reveal the establishment of the kingdom, which is the church, to the prophets of old. This kingdom would not be one made with human hands, but a spiritual kingdom made by God. The Church of Christ is correctly named the Church of Christ for several reasons. Christ founded the Church and is the very foundation on which it was built. Any church claiming to be founded by someone either than Christ is not Christ's church. In 1 Corinthians chapter 3 verses 10 to 11, 1 Corinthians 3 verse 10 to 11 it says, for by the grace given to me, I laid a foundation as a wise builder and someone who is building on it. But each one should build with care, for no one can lay any foundation other than the one that has already been laid which is Jesus Christ. From this passage we just read, Paul wants to make it clear to the Corinthians that the only founder of the church is Jesus Christ. No other man has authority to change or divert 
what instructions given by him about the things about how the things in the church should be done also in every denominational organization or sect that claims Christian purpose calls itself a church even with all their diversity that common term is used just listen to the many radio and television programs on a given Sunday morning these groups present even more questions for sincere people who are searching for the truth the plans of salvation they preach do not agree with each other the Bible clearly introduces the church but also depicts the church to be a single unified body Ephesians chapter 4 verses 4 to 6 reading from Ephesians chapter 4 verses 4 to 6 there is one body one spirit just as you were called to one hope just when you were called one Lord one faith one baptism one God and Father of all who is over all and through all and in all the Bible should be the one authority for the churches organizations the pattern of worship and doctrine today even Jesus before his crucifixion prayed that the church should be one and that his followers in the kingdom should be unified unfortunately the picture we see in the world today is very different and the people fail to see this need in the church in the New Testament there's no mention of any denominational groups concerning the church it speaks only of local congregations or the church embracing all of the saved therefore the New Testament church cannot fit into any denominational mode or group reading from Acts chapter 2 verses 46 to 47 Acts chapter 2 verses 46 to 47 every day they continue to meet together in the temple courts they broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts praising God and having favor with all the people and the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved in Acts chapter 2 we are told that the Lord added to the church those who were being saved it does not say that the Lord added to different groups or denominations this tells us that it was never part of God's plan to add anyone to a group or a denomination 
all denominations of our day are established by men hundreds of years ago and hundreds of years after the church of our Lord was established on Pentecost the scriptures make it clear that Christ is the head of the church this means that he is the source of her life without Christ the church would never be in existence Christ rules over the church with divine authority and every member should be in subjection to him the church does not have many heads like some monster the church is one body and one head the church is the body of Christ in Colossians chapter 1 verses 17 to 19 Colossians chapter 1 verses 17 to 19 uh, it says he is before all things and in him all things hold together and he is the head of the body the church he is the beginning and the firstborn from among the dead so that in everything he might have the supremacy for it pleased God to have all his fullness dwell in him the body must submit to the head and be obedient to its will all power has been given to Christ through God the Father therefore everything is under the feet of Christ the church is special to God the church costs the very life that Christ had on the earth and through the church it is through the church that we are all saved that is why we should be we should all be thankful to God and joyful that we are all part of such a blessing becoming a Christian is the most important decision you can take in your life before a person can become a Christian there are certain steps you must take for a person to become a Christian they must first trust in God in Proverbs chapter 3 verse 5 to 6 it says Proverbs chapter, Proverbs chapter 3 verse 5 to 6 trust in the Lord with all your hearts and lean not on your own understanding in all your ways submit to him and he will make your paths straight a person who wants to become a Christian has also develop a desire to listen to the Word of God in Romans 10 verses 17 it says consequently faith comes by hearing the message and the message is heard through the word about Christ 
A person needs to have faith in God if they want to become a Christian. In Hebrews chapter 6, Hebrews, sorry, in Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6, Hebrews 11 verse 6, it says, And without faith it is impossible to please God, because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. We want to be right with God after hearing the gospel. We must repent and turn to him for forgiveness. Turn to Acts chapter 17 verses 30 to 31. In Acts 17 verse 30 to 31 it says, in the past, God overlooked such ignorance, and na but now he commands all people everywhere to repent. For he has set a day when he will judge the world with justice by the man he has appointed. He has given proof of this to everyone by raising him from the dead. After a person gains a repentant heart, they must then openly declare Christ, declare Jesus as Lord. In Romans chapter 10 verse 19, sorry, Romans 10 verses 9 to 10, Romans 10, 9 to 10, it says, If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your hearts that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your hearts that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. When a person has made the declaration, they must be baptized. In Acts chapter 22 verse 16 it says, Acts 22 verse 16, it says, Now what are you waiting for? Get up and be baptized and wash your sins away, calling on his name. When you heard the gospel of Christ and decided to become a Christian, you may have thought to yourself, well, what's next? Some people, when newly baptized, struggle to understand what being a Christian means and often find it difficult to see what's changed. You see, when the gospel of Christ is preached, God is calling people to him, that they may become his children. When you baptize, your sins are washed away, and you become a child of God. You also become a member of the Lord's church, and therefore you are urged to live for him 
it isn't once saved always saved we can indeed fall from God's holy path and be led astray therefore it is important to make a daily commitment to live as a child of God should so the question then is how do we live as children of God reading from 1st Corinthians verse 13 sorry 1st Corinthians chapter 13 verse 1 to 3 First Corinthians chapter 13 verse 1 to 3 If I speak in tongues of men or of angels, but I do not have love, I am only a resounding gong and a clanging cymbal. If I have the gifts of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have faith that can move the mountains, but I do not love, I am nothing. If I give all my possessions to the poor and give over my body to hardship that I may boast, but I don't have love, I gain nothing. The passage tells us that our faith that we have in Jesus is to be evident through the love that we have for him. And the people around us we can show we love Jesus by keeping his commandments that he's given us in the Bible we can show that we love people around us by giving to those who are in need visiting the sick and attending to those who need our support or encouragement Reading from John chapter 4, verses 23-24. John chapter 4, verses 23-24. Yet a time is coming, and has now come, when the true worshippers will worship God the Father in spirit and in truth. For there are the kind of worshippers... For they are the kind of worshippers the Father seeks. God is spirit and his worshippers must worship him in spirit and in truth. The Bible instructs Christians to worship in truth and in spirit every first day of the week. We are commanded to assemble together with our desire for his word because of the love that we have for him. We are also instructed to sing praises to God with our voices only and to give him and to give to him as we have been prospered. In the remembrance of our Lord Jesus Christ, we are commanded to partake of the Lord's Supper 
and to meditate on the sacrifice he made in order to reconcile us back to God. We are to worship God with every fiber of our being and in faithfulness according to the word he has given to us. like us to turn to Matthew chapter 5 verse 14 to 16 Matthew chapter 5 verse 14 to 16 and it says you are the light of the world a town built on a hill that cannot be hidden neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl Instead, they put it on a stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. As Christians, everything we do or say reflects upon our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, we must be careful the way we conduct ourselves around people, especially those in the world. What we say, how we act, how we react, we lead someone to Christ or away from Christ. In a world of wickedness and darkness, we are the salt and we are the light that shine out it is not always the things that we do but sometimes it is the things that we refrain from doing or saying that makes a positive difference therefore let us do what we can to bring others closer to Christ because he holds us responsible to be this light in the world around us. Reading a passage from 2 Timothy verses 2 to 15. 2 Timothy Sorry, 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 15. 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 15. And it says, Do your best to present yourself to God as one approved, a worker who does not need to be ashamed, who rightly handles the word of truth. Since faith came from hearing, the word of God in Romans 10 verse 17 it is vital that we study the scriptures daily in order for us to grow in our faith by learning God's word we learn more about his will and therefore become better servants 
like we have gathered here to do. And God will truly God will truly bless you for your effort to come here and to study his word. As new, as new Christians, we should desire the sincere milk of the word that we might grow thereby, bearing in mind that God will judge us through his word. We should devote ourselves to the study of his word. What we study should also put into practice what we study we should also put into practice in order that our faith may grow turn to the the final passage which is in mark chapter 16 verses 15 to 16 mark chapter 16 verses 15 to 16 and it says he said to them go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation whoever believes and is baptized will be saved but whoever does not believe will be condemned we must constantly remember that every man or woman is lost without Christ. Jesus came to this world in order to seek and save the lost. Imagine that there is someone you know who has a dreadful disease and you know the cure, yet you decide that you don't want to share it with that person. It is selfish and sinful that those who have been freed are not willing to serve, are not willing to share the good news with others. You see, sin is the disease, and Christ is the cure. People are lost because of sin, and the love of God should prompt us to relate to them to His plan. Of salvation. The death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus came to pass that men might be saved. Surely we want others to receive the same joy of salvation. After baptism, a person's life should continue to change for the better and also continue to live for Christ and to do his will these include spending time in devotion helping the needy and being an active member of the Lord's Church and contributing to her needs having a, having the gospel as I've said before is like having a cure to a disease that infects many people. A day is coming when God will put all those who have not obeyed the gospel of Christ in hell forever. 
those who have believed and obeyed will be with him together in heaven. We need to be telling people about Christ. As we live our life for him daily, let us continue to live for Christ that others may see our good works and glorify our Father in heaven. This is the joy of living for Christ. Thank you for your attention. That concludes our lesson for today. Join us again next time. If you would like to support the work that I do for Christ, you can contribute as little as £1.30 or about $2 a month to the Church of Christ Digital Ministry Patreon page. The link is in the description below. Before we part, I would like to challenge you with a new Bible test question for next week. The question is, listen carefully, which tribe was the city of Bethlehem? Which tribe was the city of Bethlehem? You can leave your answers in the comment section of this video. Do you have any questions regarding the topic discussed earlier on? Do you want to become a Christian? Or are you looking for a church of Christ near you? Please feel free to contact us by email on cocdigitalministry at gmail.com or send us a message via Facebook. We are available on Facebook as well as YouTube, so please share and subscribe for the next preaching. We have all the lessons on both platforms that you can listen to and share with your friends and family. In doing so, you are taking the steps needed in leading someone to Christ as well as strengthening the faith of a brother or sister in Christ. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. In Jesus' name, Amen.